If you run out of toilet paper, surely nature can provide. By nature, do you mean your friend who carries a bidet? I mean, (laughs) humans evolved to be social animals. It's natural for people who are new to backcountry camping to have a lot of questions. Some, like questions about which knots are best for a bear hang, are pretty easy to blast out into the world. Others, like what to do with your poopy toilet paper or how to treat your butt chafing, might not be depending on how shy you are. On today's episode of Catch Me Outside, uh, another winner for crassness and potty humor, I sit down with my backpacking buddies, Nicole Dubita, who has thru-hiked the PCT and the GDT, and Erica Stern, who practically lives in the Ontario backcountry. Together, we get to the bottom of bodily functions in the backcountry. Specifically, we cover what goes into a hygiene kit, poop and pee best practices, especially for those of us with internal plumbing, our favorite tricks for a comfortable backcountry toilet experience, managing periods, period cramps and hormones on trail, keeping your bits clean, bras, underwear, and chafing, and we finish strong with a passionate debate about backcountry bidets. Keep them or flush them. Throughout this episode, you'll hear at least 10 different poop puns. The first person to list five of them for me will receive a free, brand new, never opened, Kulo Clean portable bidet. Just list them in a direct message to the Catch Me Outside podcast Instagram account or in an email to catchmeoutsidepod at gmail.com. As always, if you're enjoying the show, I'd love if you could leave a rating on whichever podcast app you're using as well as a review. Just a note, like the last episode, this one definitely earns its explicit rating. After this one, we'll go back to nice, wholesome content for a while. Anyway, I'm Megan Delaire, this is Catch Me Outside, and without further delay, let's get to it. Thank you for for being on the show. Um, Are you ready to talk about vaginas and hormones, boobs and chafing, poop and pee, misc slash general, and debate? Would love that. (laughs) Sounds like a Friday night. (laughs) It's Monday, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, whatever. What is time? What are days? All right. So, um, and this is going to be helpful for me, too, because as I mentioned, I haven't had a period since before I started hiking. Um, So I've never had to manage a period in the woods. Um, And someday I'm going to stop using an IUD and not to have kids, just to stop using an IUD. And uh, then I'm going to have to figure out how to have a period in the woods. Like, it's my first time backpacking. So, yeah, this is going to be helpful. Uh, and, and also just helpful for all kinds of other people who, who have periods. So, yeah. And boobs and chafing and stuff like that. Fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is the too much information zone. Yeah. I love it. I have no boundaries anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Perfect. All right. So, um since I since I've got it categorized, um, let's start with chafing. What do you do for chafing? 
um, and we can just go around like panel style and, and each person can say what they do. I'll go last. Cool. I don't think I have like gender specific chafing. Uh, I had some hip belt chafe on the PCT and I grew hip calluses eventually. <laughs> um, Holy. And I did very briefly at the beginning of the PCT get what they like to call clown mouth. Um, if you want to imagine that. Uh, so I put some chapstick up my butthole, um, and it was fine after, like, a little while. It went away. Clown mouth? That's what they call That's it. That's not on your mouth, though? No. Oh, just, damn. Just visualize. Your downstairs yeah. mouth. Yeah. Your downstairs mouth. Okay, okay. So you used what? What did you use for I mean, it, it, I clearly never used it for my mouth again, but I had some chapstick. chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> it did the job. So, like... Up your butt or around your butt? Well, I mean, I didn't shove the chapstick up my butt. I mean, I just kind of like, you know, as you like putting on chapstick. Was it? Is that kind of like diaper rash? Is clown mouth kind of like oh. diaper rash? It's just, you, it's just, I don't know. You get a Probably. sweaty butthole. Yeah. And you chafe. Yeah. 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 I feel like I've, I've had that. You know who doesn't get clown mouth? Erica. People who use bidets. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the desert. Do you know? How okay. precious water is in the desert. We're going to have our bidet debate later. Yeah. So hold off on that thought. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be a good show. We're, we're talking about, we, we have a debate planned, like a proper debate with like rebuttals. Rebuttals. <laughs> <laughs> rebuttals. Uh, we're going to. Rebuttals. I'm going to have to remember to say that later. Okay, it's your turn for rebuttal. <laughs> Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I think, uh, some of this advice is going to be specific to people who have like vaginas and boobs and, and curvy bodies and stuff. And, and some of it I think will be pretty universal. Um, so yeah. Okay. And, uh, what about you, Erica? Where do you chafe and what do you do for it? What chafes your butthole? <laughs> um, oh, you don't butthole chafe. Cause you no, I'm like. Uh, you haven't been using a bidet your whole backcountry career. No, but I am blessed with a really firm butt, so I don't get like too much of the backside jiggle. I'm hamstring strong rather than glute. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm more like you always were. (laughs) (laughs) You always were the hamstring strong. That's why it's harder for you to find the um, zip off pants that fit you better because you got those hammies of steel. Mm. Mine are in my glutes. That's where I carry my muscle. (laughs) So it's really helpful with the chafing. Oh, damn. So do you get chafing? Um, Well, I have one. It's like it's like a story though. It's oh. like it's like kind of combines it all together. Maybe I should just tell you what happened. Yeah, tell it's me. It's like a period story. It's like the unexpected period that came and that made you chafe. It it's got everything in okay, it. Okay, okay, let's a hear the story. A little bit of everything. Let's hear the story. So, um, I had a four-night backpacking trip planned at the very beginning of the season. Uh, I was not planning on getting my period, and uh, normally I use a menstrual cup. So, um, their brand name people know is Diva Cup usually. Uh, that's not the brand I use. I just call it a menstrual, menstrual cup. Um, but I did not have one with me. It didn't have anything with me. And when I backpack, I usually have um, a pea cloth um, that I can just wash off and um, a, f- a little bit of toilet paper and maybe a few paper towels. And that's uh, two pairs of underwear, one that I'm wearing and one that's in my pack. 
So my first day, unexpectedly got my period. And um, so right away, that pair of underwear was, I needed to clean that. And I decided to try to use those as like, kind of like a pad, you know? So I put my clean ones on and I rinsed those other ones off and I tried to use those. And um, having a damp wad of wool underwear between your legs is, um, I learned probably the equivalent of having like, a nice badonkadonk level of chafing because it just really got up in there and it was awful. So I had options I could hike out or I could try to find a solution. So like I burned through my um, uh, two paper towels that I had basically and then it was time to get serious. So uh, I didn't have much with me. Like it was kind of trying to carry as little as possible. But what I did have was three pairs of wool hiking socks and the sock part of it on my foot was important but the ankle part of it was not very important so I cut off the top like four inches of both of my hiking socks and I could just rinse those and reuse them like a reusable pad it was the most fantastic realization ever and a huge tip for anyone who does get their period in the backcountry and you're unprepared just cut off the top of your socks. Damn, that's ingenious. And wool is, is it antimicrobial? No, it's not antimicrobial. I don't think it's antimicrobial, but do we really? I mean, it was like three nights, yeah. four nights. Yeah. And you pro- and did you just rinse it out? Yeah, just rinsed it okay. out. Yeah, wow. the same way you would rinse like anything else. Like I would rinse it out like the way you would bury your poop. Did you put it in the, I like how underwear comes with like a, what do they call it? A gusset or whatever? Oh. I've used that before. I've put things under the gusset so they stay in place. That's clever. I've no, I didn't. Paper. I didn't. Next time. I don't Next think time. the gusset would fit the, the, the ankle part of a wool sock. <laughs> no, no. But it was it was, it was was really great. Um, and now uh, in my uh, first aid kit, I always carry a menstrual cup now. That's part of my like kit that comes with me no matter how long I'm going for. So uh, that's the permanent solution. But the temporary one, yeah. The top few into inches of your hiking sock. Damn, that's brilliant. Wow. Yeah. That's brilliant. Good to know. There was there was a lot of chafing though when I tried to use the wool underwear. I bet. Yeah, as a as a pad. It was like chafing like everywhere. Was that just because it, it never had time to dry out? Yeah. So it was always but the socks you could at least cycle circulate. The, and the socks were thin, you know? Oh, the socks yeah. were just millimeters thick and super absorbent absorbent because I think that's the benefit of the wool too. It's yeah. like with the absorption and the moisture wicking versus like this pair of constantly damp underwear that are it's like a, a diaper, you know what yeah. I mean? Not comfortable. No, no. There's a reason babies like wail when diaper they have diaper rash. rash. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. Oh, that is so good to know. Okay, so if you're stuck in the backcountry, you get your period unexpectedly and you've got wool socks, you mm-hmm. can just cut cut off the top couple inches and your socks still kind of stayed up pretty well. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's ankle a, socks. Yeah. That's a case that's a case against buying crew cut or short short length socks in the first place. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a niche uh, reason, but hey, yeah. I took my chances with the ticks, not been able to tuck my pants Ooh, into my shit. socks. But it was worth it. 
was worth it. I was also hiking solo. So uh, another thing to help with with chafing is like if you can just walk around your campsite without pants or underwear, <laughs> just air that yeah. whole business out. That is smart yeah. too. Yeah. Well, solo hiking. I mean, I'm sure there are people who just free bleed too, but I don't know how you would. I feel like that would be real uncomfortable, but each to their own. Like, yeah. I feel like when you're hiking, I can't, I don't think I'd it enjoy sounds that metal. <laughs> That's true. If you're, if you're out there and you're a, a hiker who free bleeds, please contact Catch Me Outside podcast so we can ask, so we can talk about how that works and, and how, how that's going for you. Not that I think that it wouldn't be going well. I'm just curious to know, how does somebody free bleed in the woods? It's a it's a myth that bears can smell your period, right? I mean, I'm sure they can, but I feel like they can smell all sorts of things in the woods. It's not like they're sharks, like they aren't yeah. specifically like blood, blood. Like That's they have point. other focuses, like berries and your like cliff bars. That's sure. true. Yeah, actually, I think it's like less effort for them to. Yeah, whereas sharks like only eat other marine life. They don't for they don't eat kelp. Or anything like that. So they're like totally evolved to smell. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be okay. Um, well, I chafe. <laughs> Tell me where you chafe. On my thighs. Ooh, on my inner. Thigh on, chafe. Yeah. That's um, rough. Actually, I feel like I have had that briefly before. Yeah. Because uh, I wear, I usually wear like the convertible pants. Mm-hmm. Oh. And sometimes depending on where the zipper lies <laughs> or the seams, oh. things go awry. Finding hiking pants is, like, impossible. I just use the Wonderwall pants from Mac. Oh. I like them. Nice. Yeah. But... But the thigh chafe continues? Well, okay. Actually, I mostly hike in shorts. Um, like, because yeah. I overheat. So I'm most comfortable in shorts. Um, down to, like, I don't know, 10 degrees or something like that. So that's when... And I, I don't always thigh chafe I just did on the Sunshine Coast Trail for some reason uh yeah I don't know uh very humid there I guess I'm not sure um and I didn't have any like body glide or astro glide or (laughs) chapstick (laughs) chapstick cherry chapstick baby (laughs) luckily mine was unflavored (laughs) I mean I heard you what I hear you have taste buds in your whole digestive tract, including <laughs> your um, rectum and your anus. So in theory, could taste like cherry chapstick still. I just feel like it would have been stickier. If we have taste buds in our rectum, how do we not taste our poop when we poop? Or am I missing something? I can't answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> Can okay. you taste your poop? I can't personally taste my poop, but... I mean, I don't know. I don't know the answer. Oh, okay, to okay, okay. That's fair. That's fair. I just know that you have taste buds in wow. theory. But I, you're right. You could taste your poop. Yeah, like Oops. I don't taste. I don't taste my poop. I don't know what the partially digested food in my small intestine tastes like. I know what vomit tastes like. Yeah. And I know what it tasted like before it went in. But Okay, but if you eat something spicy and then you poop, you can kind of like taste the spiciness. That's just pain. I don't know. Is that the same thing as where? How do you feel the pain? Is it taste bud pain? I think the reason you taste. I personally think the reason you taste the spiciness is because it's still in there, and then you smell your poop, and your poop smells spicy. (laughs) (laughs) I personally disagree, but that's. You've never had spicy poop. (laughs) I mean, I don't think it's the odor that makes it burn. 
It's the cap cap is capsaicins. I uh also I, aroma I think is better. Odor sounds gross. Your <laughs> <laughs> poo aroma. <laughs> the aroma of last night's spicy. No, okay, anyway. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Um all right, so the next question uh, all right. I, this is another one I don't really oh, that I have, have one an more suggestion oh, for yes. chafing, though. Yes. If you just are comfortable walking around with a little bit of camel toe, you just pull your hiking pants way up high, oh. and then you're like, you've got like a moisture barrier the whole way oh, up. You've you got know? it all locked in yeah. tight, battened down. Yeah. Wow. Battened down. Maybe that. Maybe it's not my strong muscles. Maybe it's my tendency to have a camel toe that keeps me safe. <laughs> <laughs> So you're talking about front chafing. Well, no, like you can just pull, pull I mean like. Oh, it, camel toe and wedgie. Well, yeah, like I guess that's what they call it, wedgie. I forgot that word. <laughs> I was going to say back camel toe. Back camel toe. Camel hull hoof. <sighs> All right. Um, for, I think they call that for people with Audis. They call it, isn't that the it, moose knuckles? <laughs> what? Like a camel toe is for people with any genitals, and a moose knuckles is a camel toe for people without any genitals. Correct. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know so that. So I think, um, do, do matter what your genitals are, you could like You're save yourself ungulate. from chafing by being an ungulate. Yeah. Oh damn. Okay. Un- ungulation. Be adopt ungulation. Um, this is a pro ungulation podcast. <laughs> um. <laughs> It is ungulation. That's the right word. Is it? Like, yeah. Like pertaining to like Ungulates. hippopotamuses? Hippopotami? I don't think I hippopotamuses think are, hip, are ungulates. I think are they, they are. Are they I related to rhinoceroses? Are ungulates? Like a moose? Oh, with, with hoofs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so you wear wool underwear? I have. I guess, yeah, yeah. like smart wool makes underwear, mm-hmm. right? It's um, icebreakers. Smart wool, I find. Oh, my God. The crotch part of their underwear, unless your um, unless your vulva is like two centimeters wide, yeah, it's just it doesn't. There's no, not enough fabric. Oh. It's like it's not made by anyone with an actual vulva. Yeah, it's made by Barbie manufacturers. Yeah, they have the <laughs> the the booty shorts or whatever they're called, the the bike short type style. Yeah, those can chafe. They're not supposed to. They're supposed to be anti-chafe, but if they ride the wrong way. They're no good. Oh, shit. Yeah, because that's what I was going to ask. Like, I, when I'm hiking, I just wear... What? Nothing. I'm uh, thinking. <laughs> when I'm hiking, I just wear whatever underwear I have. I just open up my drawer and I go, this old lacy pair of underwear, this thong, this Don't you wear thongs? Whatever. Are you a thong hiker? Yeah, I'm, I mostly wear thongs. Yeah. Does that help with chafing? I think it does. Huh. I, huh. I'm more likely to butt chafe if I'm not wearing a thong. I found that the durability of wool underpants, sorry, I found that the durability of wool underpants was, like, not great. Okay. So I ended up, um, I have multiple pairs of the ex-officio synthetic travel underwear, and I find that those are excellent. They look ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a pair that's, like, neon blue and yellow. And sometimes you forget that they're drying on the back of your pack, and you get to have nice conversations with strangers. <laughs> but, yeah, I like them. Yeah, okay. So so there's, like, so yeah, so you could go, like, Merino or, or whatever, Icebreaker. Um, you could go Synthetic. I believe, like, Merino <coughs> would uh, be 
it would have less odor is the yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Synthetics tend to retain scent. Yes. So yeah. that's the kind of the give and thing. take there. Yeah. The yeah, reason I like a merino, use the merino ones if I'm hiking like with other people, sometimes I'm more sensitive to them and I'm, okay, I'll wear the odor eater underwear, the merino ones. <laughs> what are they called? I never think of your comfort. You're a jerk. I've never noticed the smell of somebody else's underwear. Um, When I first started backpacking, that was the thing I was most concerned about was the way I smelled. Yeah. And I have started, I mean, that was lasted three days maybe. Yeah. And then I I stopped care. I don't care. You want to be close enough to me to smell me, that sounds like a you problem. (laughs) (laughs) I hiked 500 kilometers of the PCT without showering. Not by choice. It just didn't work out. Really? Yeah. You didn't have a single shower for 500 kilometers? Yeah. Wow. Did you jump in a lake? No, I'm not much of a swimmer, so I was just dirty. Whoa. I've never seen you swim before. You've always only swim before I get to the campsites. You say you swim. (laughs) That's funny. What would be the purpose of lying about swimming, though? Just the mystique. Well, it's one of the reasons I like to backpack or at least hike solo um, is so I have the opportunity to kind of take care of those personal hygiene things without having to tell someone to look the other way or, you know, it's like you want a little bit of privacy still. So uh, it's nice to be able to do that sort of take care of all that um, by yourself. Yeah. uh, You know, usually that's at... Um, closer to the water, maybe at the waterfront where there's not trees everywhere, protection, so harder. Uh, I can't really hide there, so. Yeah, yeah. So, like, what, how did you keep, like, the most essential parts clean? Like, do you just do, like, a wet nap shower? Yeah, I'll usually. Or, like, a wet rag or something? Yeah, exactly. I'll use, like, a, yeah, a wet nap. What are they called? Yeah, no, like a. A wipe? A wet wipe. Wet wipe? That's it. A wet wipe. I'll use, if I have wet wipes. I'll usually, like, it's, like, pits and bits first, and then yeah. you wipe your feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just gross, but mm-hmm. got to clean those toes, too. No, for sure. And it's, one one wet nap can go pretty far. Yeah, that was what I was going to suggest is before my, if I um, am planning, have um, foresight is the word, I'll cut the wet naps in half before I go. Smart. And then you can just kind of half day, whatever. But there's nothing really like that feeling of, um, like wiping one arm clean and looking at it next to your other arm and realizing how thick that layer of dirt really was on you. Dirt yeah. tan. Yeah. How long did it, okay, so after the 500 mile stretch, how long did it take you to get all the dirt off your legs? <laughs> so I was Oh wait, at you a, wear pants though, right? Yeah, but I mean, you still get it, like a, like a dirt tan on your legs, like ankles around your socks, yeah. my hands. Um, so it was a pay shower in a community center, so I didn't have a long time to shower. So realistically, I was still dirty, yeah. but I w- had just been wet for a bit. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, damn. Well, that's cool. P.S. I heard... Okay, the first time I heard of people using dehydrated wet naps, I thought, that's kind of... That sounds kind of dumb. What Like, I don't know. I was just being a hater. Like, dehydrated wet nap? What's the point of that? But then I had some wet naps accidentally dry out, and uh, it actually, I think it makes sense because, so you can rehydrate it with water from your water bottle, 
you'd be carrying the water weight anyway. I like I I don't know I don't know if there's any point in like intentionally re- dehydrating them, but at least yeah, if you gotta get them wet again because they accidentally dried out. I mean, it's better than not having anything. Yeah, and they're still like scented. They make you smell cleaner. <laughs> I've dehydrated toothpaste before. Really? I, I have, and it's less for. Um, uh, I put you de- I put a drop of toothpaste and I dehydrate it, and it makes it not sticky. So you have these little toothpaste clumps that you can just kind of put in a little Ziploc bag, and then oh, um, if you bring it, you, you know you don't need, don't. I don't bring a toothbrush if I'm not going for very long. Yeah. Um, like just a weekend. Um, and you can just kind of like chew on one of those little things. Yeah. Well, I think that's smart too, because you can actually see how many brushings worth of toothpaste mm-hmm. you have when it's in a tube, you can guess, but when you ha- actually have portions, it's like, okay, I have seven days worth of toothpaste or whatever. I use the tooth tabs, but they're really expensive. I think it's probably the same idea. What you're describing, I think is smarter though, because tooth tabs at least the ones I have don't have fluoride in them and fluoride is what helps uh, prevent what cavities was, yeah. so if you do toothpaste like you did especially if you're on a really long like months long hike then you can still get the fluoride you do have to if you're going to do that though logistically dehydrate your toothpaste and then mail it to yourself at different toothpaste oh shit yeah it would just be a, a logistical the a good news element. is is like you only need one sheet or one tray in your dehydrator to dehydrate months worth of toothpaste <laughs> yeah and i don't imagine it's very heavy I, and you could probably maybe you could do a bounce box or something like send I mean, your you, whole thing and then like just keep bouncing it ahead or something that's true i mean realistically with like a resupply box on a long trail even if you don't finish all your toothpaste if you are <laughs> sending yourself a resupply box and you've all like i planned every like second or third resupply box to like have toothpaste in it so even if you don't finish your tube you just start the new one right yeah so i guess yours probably your method would be um both more economical Mm -hmm. and less wasteful so i win this round (laughs) i didn't know it was a competition erica (laughs) it's always a competition Mm -hmm. life is a competition Mm -hmm. no i'm just kidding only when i win Life is a competition. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Be a girl <laughs> boss. And all that. As someone who... Do, I don't really have... I don't really have boobs. I don't have... I don't have any under boob. Mm-hmm. I can't lift anything up. I so, think we're like a growing scale of boobs. Yes. Perhaps, yeah. Over yeah, here. Yeah. yeah mine are... Yeah. Actually, maybe not. No, we are. I, I mean, mine are like a little bit... What are they... What is it called? Smushed, condensed right now. Are you dehydrated? Dehydrated. No, I'm wearing a sports bra. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I never wear bras when I hike. I hate bras. That's what I was going to ask. No, uh uh-huh. When I have a bra on, okay, the another thing that pe- that people experience chafing on is their nipples. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And for me, wearing a bra, um, I doesn't. I don't know if it's making my nipples chafe, but it makes them really sensitive if I wear a sports bra for any amount of time. Fuck it. Oh. Any amount of time. Yeah, and well, like... The show has an explicit rating, so okay, you can good. swear. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so I don't wear a bra when I hike. Um, I wear, I think my bra size is like a 34B or maybe small C. So I do have boobs, and um, when I hike... Um, people can see my nipples, and that's a them problem, usually. Uh I don't get shaving under my boobs. I don't know why. 
Huh? Magic. Ah. Ch- chapstick, maybe. Chapstick. <laughs> Boob stick. Yeah. Got, you gotta do what you gotta do. No. Y- yeah, I wear a sports bra. Um, I haven't had any chafe issues or any sensitivity issues, so <laughs> no? I wear a sports bra. I carried two on the PCT, and I carried one on the GDT. That was fine. Yeah. I, I brought one. I brought, I think, this sports bra on the Sunshine Coast Trail, and when I got into town on my third day or second day or whatever, I ditched it. So Nicola's pro sports bra. Erica is anti any bra anytime. <laughs> but I have, I have, there's been a, um, one occasion when I was hiking in Algonquin and a group of three or four dudes walked by me and the first one yells back at the last one, I guess it is cold out here guys. And definitely a comment about the fact that I wasn't wearing a bra and that's so fucking shitty. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was the only time anything like that has ever happened. And I've That's literally good. walked around naked the entire day at Killarney on International Hike Naked Day. And no one said anything then. But yeah, so that's the only time. And I feel like if you have a problem with my nipples, again, that's a you problem, that's not a me problem. Definitely. That's very yeah. much a you problem. Not you. Like the, the royal you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you hiked naked? Like, from, like, a full day of hiking? Summer solstice, right? Mm-hmm. Weren't you wearing your bug suit? No, I wasn't, because it was magically nice enough. The bug stayed away I from me. I remember that, actually. So I could hike naked. Whoa, so just, like, shoes. Fanny pack? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> actually, okay, so... Uh, <laughs> uh, it was, I had a fanny pack, um, and I had my uh, hip... Uh, hip a waist belt strap on my backpack yeah and I had a um a buff hanging very strategically in the front so you like it was just barely covering my was it like you put it through the loop of your hip belt or something I can't I think I just something like that I was like hanging over the top of it it was yes it was like um what you would imagine wearing a fig leaf would have looked like (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah that sort of thing and the whole day um, I was, we were in Killarney, um, hiking one of the most beautiful sections of the trail by Silver Peak. And Ooh, oh, yeah. so you were like up high, yeah. <laughs> naked on the mount. Yeah. It was, uh, by Heaven Lake. We were staying Heaven Lake that night. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, we were by ourselves the whole, I didn't see anyone else the whole day. I ran into the other two members of our group kind of, I never leapfro- saw it. Yeah. Leapfrogging each other. I, we popped out of the woods naked to, when I saw one of my partners, it was fun. Um, but then at the very end of the day, there's one spot on the trail. Most of the trail's really wide, but one spot is a single file and a pretty steep up climb. And that was the one part of the day where uh, I ran into another group of maybe six hikers and um, had to single file hike up a very steep <laughs> embankment. I mean, were there people behind? Oh you? yeah, I was the first like one up. Seeing your oh, butt yeah. hole. Yeah, I think nice. they call it pink blazing. If you're if you're fall if you're chasing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Were they pink blazing you? Well, do you think? Um, luckily, it was the group. Uh, two members of my party were the ones right behind me. So oh, okay, that's they good. like took it for the team, I guess. You were say. they naked too? They were. Well, one of them was naked earlier, but at that point they were both wearing clothes. Okay. Um, they were the ones uh, actually that explained my nakedness to the rest of the group, okay. the other group, um, who were not very impressed with my nudity, but sounds again like a them problem. Did they have like innocent little children or something like that? I, like. 
I'm not making a judgment, but it, I think it was a group of gay men who just were really not interested. <laughs> so anyway, I, it was all in good fun. No one said yeah. anything mean. It was a completely positive experience. That's I will nice. do it again. I'll do it every sol- summer solstice. Summer solstice. It's an international holiday. It is. Hike that Naked Day. Hike Naked Day is yeah. summer solstice, and it's an international holiday. Mm-hmm. Shit, there I'm going to do that. I can't wait to do that. Yeah. Nice. There was a guy on the PCT, and his trail name was Coppertone, and every year he's just out there in the desert, but naked. So he must go through a lot of Coppertone. I assume so, but it's not even just on Hike Naked Day. It's always. It's always. It's always he's, he's out there. He's going to get skin cancer. He, melanoma for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. So, so that is uh, underwear, bras, chafing. I want to talk about poop and pee. We'll go there. Poop and pee. Okay. What, what is your favorite way to comfortably squat for a poop? Do you just squat like all the way down on your haunches? Do you find a tree to lean on? Do you, oh, and to pee. Some people, I've done this. It works so well. You sit on a log and you just pee over the back mm-hmm. of it. Huh. Or a rock. Mm-hmm. Anyway. What's your, do you have like a, how do you maintain a comfortable, effective poop or pee squat? I find that digging a hole near the bottom of a tree is usually like an easier place to dig anyway. And then I will have my back to the tree just in case I happen to lose my balance. (laughs) That's smart. So I don't lean on it for support unless I need it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I'll also do the tree hug. Yeah, yeah, like you, if, if, yeah. if you're on a slope, yeah, and you'll yeah. like just like hold on and lean back. They sell something for that. Did you know what? there's a product specifically designed for it's like, like a, tree a sling? Like a sling? It's like a tree sling, and you hold on to it so that you can support yourself while you squat and have a poop. It sounds like a piece of rope. Yeah, <laughs> poop rope. Yeah, you could use your bear hang rope. Oh yeah, yeah. Some campsites have that are have steep water access will have water ropes you know tied to the bottom of a tree so you can hold on to it while you're getting water if it's steep access maybe there could be tree poop slings tree poop slings to help yeah i'm gonna canvas we should start a lobbying group to lobby parks canada and and ontario parks to install tree slings (laughs) if they can't if they can't just put a pit toilet at least put a tree sling tree sling yeah I think poosling is probably the wrong Poo-sling. word for it. <laughs> I will say on the GDT, so especially in the most northern sections, they had pit toilets, but not like the pit toilets they have in Ontario parks. It was literally like an open pit and like a thin log just like tied to two trees. So you had to just kind of like sit on the log and do your, th- your business over this open pit. It was like nerve wracking for sure. My yeah. mouth is wide open and so are my eyes. I'm trying to imagine an open poo pit. Like yeah, what if it's you gross. fall? What if the log breaks? Yeah. yeah. And you fall into you, a pit of feces. It's a wild place in northern Alberta. Like you, know? you can't like browse your phone while you're that's putting your you life in your own You wouldn't have signal anyway. Yeah, oh, but you can yeah. still you can still play snake. You can play offline. You can look at your photos from That's the, true. oh, yesterday was so cool. I'm going to look at my photos. Then you drop your phone in a six-foot deep, I don't know how deep they you are. You drop your bidet. Oh, no. Then how would you wipe your bum? You never thought about this danger. You could just splash water on your butthole. You could use a leaf. 
You could use Ooh. liquid from a pit. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was visceral. Yes. <laughs> Spicy. Uh, Spicy. Ooh. Um, yeah, okay, okay. And how, how about you? How do, how do you like to get into a nice good I'm, poo squat? I'm, I'm definitely like a full squatter. Just just like an unsupported squat. yeah like unsupported like i like you just imagine like a like a forest troll kind of squat i like can a see gremlin that. like yes. i'm pooping i'm you pooping know? my precious poop exactly yeah and and when i'm pooping the whole time i scream i'm pooping so if just anyone's like around they know not to come near me so it's like i'm pooping the wild the wild bird call the wild call of I the, feel yeah. like pooping I would do the opposite because if somebody hears someone shouting in the woods they're gonna look to the sound I think oh. it's better to play it quiet yeah. and just to hope they don't look so if you heard someone screaming I'm pooping you'd go hunt them down well I would <laughs> well maybe just, you you can't understand what they're saying so. yeah like maybe you maybe you need help maybe you think they're saying I'm human I'm human <laughs> human and in distress i think so yeah yeah. i made i accidentally made eye contact the other day on a little day hike on the bruce trail with somebody who was pooping (laughs) yeah she looked me straight in the in the eye dead Uh, dead straight on eye contact you've done this i don't want to be critical about i don't want to be critical you probably won't use this but the hiking club i went on a day hike with them and there were like a whole bunch of people but the thing is they you aren't allowed to split up uh and they're like okay bathroom break and everyone just drops trow together as a group and does their business and i was just mortified uh i'd like to hike solo and i've never gone back (laughs) wow that is just they must use the buddy system then if everyone's just pooping at the same time anyway. Were they pooping or just peeing? I mean, I think they were just peeing. I didn't look closely. You can use the buddy system for peeing. No, no, it was it was no. it was a group session. Okay, okay. Yeah. I like I said, I like to um <laughs> I like to I I get really creative about my squat because I just, like, don't like to squat for long. So sometimes if I can poop on a slope and there's a tree I can Mm -hmm. hold on to, I'll hold and, like, dangle dangle my butt over the slope. Mm -hmm. Um, Same with peeing, and especially with peeing because then you don't have to worry about the backsplash. Yes, that is a good system. You just, I just sacrificed the bottom few inches of my pants anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fair. it's just going to happen anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I would rather it be like um, grass yeah. versus rock, obviously. Or like yeah. hard packed dirt. Oh, yeah. The that's the bass. Horrifying. The, the bass, the worst. Um, yeah, it's not good. Or leaves. If yeah. you're peeing on leaves and it's like bouncing, <laughs> bouncing back up at you. Yeah. What was that? What is the sound the pee makes when it bounces oh. on the leaves? <laughs> <laughs> the gentle, relaxing sound. It sounded of... like a sprinkler system, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's that. Or like, yeah, I'll, I'll sit, sometimes I'll sit on a rock and I'll like, I'll pee down it or pee over the back of a log. Yeah. I just like usually hold it in too long. I can make it another little bit to pee and then it's like last minute. So oftentimes it's just... Maybe in the middle of the trail. Otherwise, it's in my pants. Yeah. yeah. Hey, whatever. At the end of the PCT, when I got back to civilization, I was like, oh, I have, like, no bladder control because you can just pee whenever you want. And when you're trying to make miles, you're always like, I'll wait until the very last second and then I'll pee. So I, it was bad. <laughs> it was not a good time. It's, 
Yeah. Just being like, oh, no, you have to, like, plan for this. Yeah, you have to find a bathroom. Yeah. If you're in a new place and you don't know where the where the toilet is, you have to ask somebody or look for signs. I apologize to the alley in Halifax. <laughs> the alley. Yeah. Uh, pour, one out, pour one out for the alley. Um, yeah. Okay. What about... <laughs> Five months? Five months? Yeah, of... Of, uh, being freely whenever being I wanted to. Can I tell you about the most magical bathroom experience? Like like actual magic? Yes. So I don't believe in magic, but um, I was at the border of Oregon, California and Oregon, and I really had to poo. And I was like, no, I want to keep walking. I want to keep walking. And it got to the point where I was like, you have to. So I turned. It's crowded. I turned to my left. I was like, dig a hole. Oh, my God. And there was just a thunderbox there. There was no reason a thunderbox should have been there. Uh, it wasn't even, there was no hole dug in the ground. It was just a wooden box with a literal toilet seat on it. And I pooped in it. And Whoa. I willed the toilet into existence. Because those things don't exist on the PCT. Oh there's God. no there's no pit toilets anywhere. Wow, so you I found like, the only pit toilet And it was like immediately to my left. Holy like, like shit. It, it was, was magic. I don't even know if it exists other than like that one time it's like the room of requirement in harry potter or something like i just needed it so badly well i'm thinking like okay halfway through your shit did you did you worry that like oh what if i'm actually sleeping right now and i'm pooping in my in my bed i didn't i just accepted that it was the will of the universe (laughs) Yeah. yeah yeah holy shit occasionally when i go pee i'm like oh no what if i'm what if this is a dream and i'm peeing in my bed right now so I know women who pee, they don't get out of their tent at mm-hmm. night to pee. They pee in receptacles. I've heard of that. And so when we got snowed in on the GDT, I tried. I did not succeed. <laughs> um, so I, I think they're crazy. Yeah, I have a friend who has a peanut butter jar. A lot of them <laughs> use the peanut butter. They have the wide mouth opening. Yeah, so yeah. it's a bigger spot to aim in. And I agree. I have some friends that, especially hammock campers, oh. will oftentimes, this is a little bit more tricky when you're half asleep, the ins and outs. And yeah. A very good friend of mine. Uh, same thing. She's. It's not worth the risk. No. Whoa. Agreed. Yeah. Whoa. And I know I've heard of people peeing in their vestibule. Um, <laughs> but I wouldn't I want do. that. Yeah, in the winter time I will. And it's it's it doesn't bother you like the smell isn't like right next to your face. In the winter like, I'll do it. Yeah, in the winter. It in the summer I, I if it's like a, I'll you can just aim your butt right outside your vestibule. Yeah. I've heard that um, animals like to drink your pee. They this like the salt. True. Deer like the yeah the sodium. So yeah. they will like on the PCT. I remember one night being like, oh my god, oh my god, some mountain lion. But it was just deer trying to drink my pee. Trying to like, drink your pee. Too close to my tent. So that was like yeah. Sometimes you'd like wake up and you'd be like, I'm like Snow White out here. Like oh my god, just like chilling. Oh, but. I'm gonna eat more salt so my pee is extra salty. Uh, I usually charge people for that. <laughs> <laughs> is that another of your side gigs? My is my main hustle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't like pooping. I don't like squatting. I just don't like it. So you don't like pooping. I don't like pooping in the wilderness. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know. I it's not that it makes me uncomfortable. I just physically do not like the feeling of it. Yeah. And, and uh, 
so if I am in a cat hole situation um, and at a campsite, for one of the first things I do after finding a place for my tent and my food is digging a cat hole somewhere. So I know oh. if I do have to poop, that's like where I go. Oh, that's because I'm smart. Not, because I'm not going to go just like, oh, I feel like I have to poop. I have to go. Like I'm going to not go until I have to go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And um, one of the strategies that I do is I eat a lot of cheese <laughs> yeah and just I to plug up yeah just to like help help with that and I prioritize like protein over fiber uh I've heard of people doing that in in the desert section of yep. of the PCT and ultra marathon runners and stuff they'll <sighs> same idea same idea extreme I mean, I guess, uh, okay so fiber absorbs water but the thing is you want to have water absorbed in you. So I feel like oh, yeah. cutting fiber out of your desert diet is probably not the smartest move. Yeah. Because, like, having fiber would help you stay hydrated, presumably. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, because the more you – the less you drink, the more likely you are to be constant. Like, the less water you drink, the, the more dehydrated you are, the more likely you are to be constipated. So, yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Um – urination devices oh sorry oh i was gonna the last time i saw you on trail we took a trip together the first time i i saw you on that trip you were pulling up your pants oh was i at the 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 thunderbolts Mm -hmm. yeah and i was coming around the side trail and there you were friends yay Yay. we made (laughs) eye contact but with the the brown eye (laughs) brown eye i just watched you finish putting your chapstick on (laughs) (laughs) on the clown mouth (laughs) <laughs> I learned something new. I'm going to start, uh, I've decided with the podcast, I'm going to start defining lingo that's used in each episode. So I'm going to have to define clown mouth. Oh, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> no, okay. I believe um, they also call it monkey butt. <laughs> monkey butt. Because baboons. Ha- no, yeah. wait. Are they red? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like clown mouth. That's a really good <laughs> it's image. It's descriptive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. You're... Do you use pee pads? Or pee pads. Those are for puppies. Um, yeah. you, but you use like a pee Only cloth. after a through hike. Yeah. Yeah. When you have time. no bladder control. Um, it's yeah. not bladder control, I think. It's not. You are just have gotten exceptionally good at ignoring your bladder until you can't possibly oh, ignore it anymore. 100%. Because that's how I feel about that's pooping. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. I get it now. Uh, you're, I, I am on the same page with your peeing. Um... Uh, holding it until the last possible second and there are dire consequences because last year I had done that and I had pulled over to the side of the trail to pee and just at that moment two of the wardens and I knew one of them had come up oh hey Erica and um at that moment I had actually started it was right at the side of the lake and I had kind of like felt myself starting to pee in my pants and so I faked falling and slipping in the water and oh, I actually no. like kind of oh oops I fell and I like got, oh pretended to fall and, and in fact the story Pushed is so the embarrassing and traumatizing that I forgot about it until <gasps> kind of this very second <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah. so then you you like did you go really quiet for a second while you finished peeing and then we're like oh <laughs> you got me actually I I fake fell into the water when I visually saw the pee coming from the leg hole of my shorts. So oh, no. it was already like almost done by the time I fake oh, fell. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, shit. Yeah. Can I put that on? Please. Do you want me to edit that out? It's fine. Okay. It's fine. Oh, my God. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. I haven't pooped my pants or pooped pee, my pants yeah. yet. They say you're not a real through hiker until you've crafted yourself. And I've never successfully through hiked. 
Hey, <laughs> is that that's the new euphemism for pooping your pants through hiked? Yeah. Uh, is that because you've avoided Giardia? I've never gotten Giardia. Uh, I mean, I've I've come close to like a pants incident, but never. <laughs> yeah. Never. Sometimes there you have like farts that a you can't really shardy. trust. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And just like diet wise, you aren't you aren't eating real human food. No. So like just like digestionally. Yeah, you're not having real human poops yeah. either. You yeah. eat a lot of you eat a lot of pop tarts and like dehydrated uh, potatoes in your diet. So and sodium, like yeah. lots of salt. I don't know. I don't know if that affects your poop at all. But like after after enough days in the backcountry eating like backcountry food, I I get really rumbly in in yeah. my tummy. Not not because I'm hungry. Yeah, pooping, poop, pooping. I I really enjoy pooping. Um, but no, you differing opinion. Yeah, I avoid it at all costs, especially during mosquito season. Oh, that is the worst. Yes, I've I've That's definitely like left a bathroom experience with like twenty mosquito bites on my ass. And I will spray like, my ass. Oh yeah, totally. I will take. I will drop trow, mm-hmm. spray my ass, and then poop. I have definitely like pre-sprayed the inside <laughs> of the thunder box. <laughs> Just like yeah. uh, crop dusted the yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. that's great. If only the smell of like poop and farts was a deterrent, but yeah. I don't think it is. Uh, and then I guess like pee cloths, that's a no brainer. Like, do you, I use a pee cloth? Mm-hmm. I actually just only got one this this year. Nice. Yeah. Which which one do you use? Kula. The black Kula cloth. I use a piss off cloth. Ooh, I've cloth. heard of that one. It's Canadian, yeah. I think. You can, yeah, Same thing. it's like, it's through, can you get it through Etsy or something like that? Or Amazon, I think. Amazon, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like really small, yeah. I like, I actually like that that they've become normalized. It, it, they're just little tiny squares, if you don't know, maybe the size of a cocktail napkin, yeah. I would say. And they have uh, little straps so you can just snap it, um, snap it closed and uh, attach it to the, your backpack. And I like that it's become so normalized where you see other people who have uh, internal plumbing systems using them. Um, so, you know, normally people like to hide their bathroom stuff away and I like that you don't have to shove a pee covered towel inside your pack you can just kind of leave it on the outside and no one's going to say anything yeah that's pretty cool that's great also I like that internal your plumbing is internal I like that yeah when I hiked the PCT uh cool cloths weren't really a thing yet like I feel like they were maybe just starting to be a thing but like a lot of women used bandanas so I had sewn a little loop on my old I was in brownies when I was a child, Aww. and That's I cute. repurposed my bandana for that. But the thing was, it would sometimes fall off my pack, and then I'd have to retrieve it. <laughs> and one time, a really nice stranger retrieved it for me, oh, and no. I didn't know what to say other than thank you. I think that's um, the right thing to say. Yeah. They're better not knowing. It's sterile anyway. Like, there's no harm in them knowing. It's not like they have to go wash their hands, or they might get giardia. Yeah, and... I didn't use a pea cloth on the GBT. I just drip dried and shimmied. Yeah. It was fine. Shimmy shake. I uh, my the first time I hiked La Cloche, I picked up somebody's diarrhea rag. <gasps> yeah. There's not enough hand sanitizer on Earth. No, I didn't realize what it was until I was holding it, and I was like, "Well, I now I'm holding it, so guess I'll put it in a Ziploc and pack it out." So I hiked the whole trail with somebody's like brown 
faded brown watery stain bandana in my backpack. Did you have a a swollen red eye after that as well? I didn't, but um, I did have tummy troubles a little while later. But I think that was, it wasn't like diarrhea. Like I just, my tummy wasn't happy, but it was, it could have just been from what I was eating too. Like I I don't think, because here's the thing, like you, can you get sick from poop if the person's not infected with anything like yes you I can mean, there's bacteria that's in your poop and if yeah. it isn't a positive an environment that's conducive to its reproduction yeah and it's still a moist environment but if you're carrying a dry poo towel then you're probably mm. okay a dry poo towel was it wet oh diarrhea? no it was dry it was dry you're probably okay desiccation usually kills all that stuff yay. yay well i'm still here to tell the horrible <laughs> story so um, and you know what I, this is just like such a stupid little thing that I'm so happy about, but I recent I bought from home hardware, a, a black thing that you clip. It's like you would put it on a belt or a belt loop and it has, uh, a springy rope thingy. Oh, like, like a lighter carabiner Yeah, thingy? or for your yeah. keys. Oh, like a key card thing, like a yeah. fob holder. Yeah. yeah. And I put my cool a cloth on it so I don't have to take it off my pack when I pee. Do you want me to show it to you? Yes, like you work in an office building and you're like, this is my identification. (laughs) This is my security card. Yeah. But instead you're like, this is my urine device. And you don't have to unclip it and then you never have to take your pack off. No, no. You just drop trial and pee. Yeah. Okay, so on the topic of poop or poop and or pee, do you have any other like hacks, advice, tips, not including the backcountry mm-hmm. bidet debate what are your yeah do you have any like oh. any advice pooping I and peeing in the backcountry i think it's becoming more and more common to pack out your toilet paper mm-hmm. especially in sensitive environments like a desert or an alpine environment where it's extremely unlikely to biodegrade i think they did a study um in this uh, some national parks in the states mm-hmm. and like zion national Park. yeah like it that shit sticks around for years and years Mm -hmm. so um like yeah pack your toilet paper out i know it feels gross but like if you're really upset about looking at it like you can put some duct tape on the toilet paper ziploc bag to cover it up so you don't have to see but like realistically it's just some more garbage yeah i've heard of people using tinfoil to line um a ziploc bag Mm -hmm. And then for, for like tampons or whatever, if they use those. Uh, yeah. Aluminum is a really good um, uh, odor barrier. Yeah. So aligning um, it with tinfoil wouldn't be the wor- worst idea. Um, it makes good fire starter. Oh, the toil- the paper? I mean, it would, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is that okay? Is that leave no trace? I mean, if you're going to make a fire. I would say realistically, especially in those zones um, where... You, they don't want you putting toilet paper. Those are places you probably also wouldn't want to start a fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Like mm-hmm. most of Cal- all of California, Any I desert. Think, like, yeah, yeah. You can't have a fire, but I mean, I guess as soon as you get to a pit toilet or a ta- or a garbage can or a town or a trailhead or a parking yeah, lot, you then just... you can just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any yeah. and what about you, Erica? Any other poop or pee advice? Um, if you're going, I um, we started talking about stand-up urinal device stand-up urinary yes, devices yes i wanted to ask about yes those. um uh, we i've never used one i mean i think we kind of sidetracked to the peanut butter jar when we talked <laughs> about that it's sort of another kind of 
urinary device. But if you have internal plumbing, um, it's quite hard to um, not pull your pants all the way down when you pee. Uh, for me, um, I, I usually just squat wherever I can. Mm-hmm. However, um, in more densely uh, trafficked areas, and especially in the winter when there's no foliage to block the view of you everything kind of just see straight through all the trees yeah. that's uh, winter backpacking for example um i find or in the desert <laughs> yeah or the desert there was nowhere to hide sometimes or like yeah in the alpine you'd be like oh no this is when i have to go yeah Terrible. yeah you can't and and i find at that point it's uh it's nice to have a stand-up device um I, I like the it's called the pea style yeah yeah i know about the pea style yeah, yeah i like it the i like the um physics of it the way that it, it it's one of the hardest ones to piss yourself when you're using oh good uh that being said um it can be done yeah it's almost impossible to not piss myself so i yeah. find that you when you whenever you're in a situation where you need to use one of those it's a high stakes situation already <laughs> you know what i mean you don't just use them every time and... <laughs> no because if i could just drop trow i would just be pulling my pants all the way down right. and just doing it that way like, right. so your butt's cold for a second you're fine yeah. if i'm using one of those it's because there's a big chance that someone's gonna come happen upon me while my pants are around my ankles yeah. and that's a situation i don't want to piss myself in. Question: Where do you carry it? Because you have to take your backpack off, dig it out. No, no, I keep oh, it yeah. in, the si- in the side pocket, the holster, in the hol- a holster, my pee style. Yeah, I oh, do. Yeah, and I it. have it in like a no frills, old no frills bag. So, mm. um, but uh, the, to be honest with you, the time that I use it the most is when I'm winter camping, winter backpacking. There's just nowhere to hide. Um, but also in those situations, that's where I'm wearing my. Uh, you know, extra layers of pants and my snow pants. So I really don't want to piss myself. When yeah. I'm oh that. shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, and, you know, the whole. And also, you don't want to pull. Have to pull down like no. two layers of pants and tight pants and whatever. Like. No. The pee style, you just kind of unzip and you can sort of thread it in there without draw. It's it's fine. I like it, but I've also pissed myself using it they say practice in the shower and I practiced in the shower a whole bunch and then uh one time I was taking the kids sledding and I had it with me and I needed to use it and I used it and I ended up pissing myself and needing to pack the kids up and go home because yeah that's what I'm afraid of I don't I've never used one and I'm kind of afraid to try because yeah because uh I haven't needed it yet but some people swear by it yeah yeah just another thing to carry. <laughs> well, yeah, I already have things that I like to keep in my in my holsters, like my water, mm-hmm. you know, and other random things. I could see how the freedom of standing to pee would be appealing, but I appealing. Think <laughs> the freedom of being in the woods should be that you can just pee, you know. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to pretend like you have a dick, though. <laughs> That's true. You could write your name in the snow. Was, Did you yes, do that? I ha- I have I have written my name in the snow before. Uh, it was That's just actually cool. an E. It wasn't my whole name. It's, yeah, it's just an E. <laughs> you just didn't have enough P. There's not probably not enough water pressure, right? Because it's just like... Well, there was. It was more... Um, it's like a whole hip action. So like Erica. Oh. That's like you have to take steps. And I don't have that kind that's of... That's true. I got to be very careful to not... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Especially that if you're already at risk of, of <laughs> peeing yourself. It's good when you're for, for in the car, though. So you can pull over on the side of the highway and then pee... Oh, People yeah. just think you're like some dude standing up for a piss or whatever, yeah. I've definitely <laughs> peed 
with my car door open. Uh-huh. Both doors open, front door and back door, and you make yourself oh. a little... Oh. No. Yeah, and then you can kind of lean out, like hold on to the sides of the yeah. open doors and you hold your butt out the car. You don't even have to put shoes on. Oh, damn. I've never done that before. <laughs> That's smart, though. I have done it. What, what's in your hygiene kit? What is What comprises your hygiene kit? If, if you want to call it hygiene kit, like, you know, for everything for your bits and cleaning and whatever what do you what's usually in your kit i mean they don't all like go in the same ziploc bags or together or anything like that um but like i'll have my like bathroom kit which is gonna be like toilet paper and my trowel i guess and then i'll have hand sanitizer with me in my fanny pack and then um actually yeah the wet naps are usually just in my like pack lid uh do you use those to wipe when you poop or do you just use toilet paper only if i run out of toilet paper and then you have to of course pack out the wet nest so like either if i run out of toilet paper or if i'm like as a treat mm-hmm. <laughs> i'll use a wet nest <laughs> as a treat yeah do you remember what happened last time you ran out of toilet paper on trail did you lend me toilet paper i did thanks i, w- I used a leaf a couple times it was fine Probably more than one leaf, let's be honest. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I've used, not for poop, but for pee, I've used like a smooth rock. Oh, okay. Just to save my panties. Totally. Any implement will do. Buy yourself some mulin, lamb's ear. Oh, yeah, it's fuzzy. It's soft. True. Oh, isn't it also, but they're also edible, aren't they? Isn't it like a forageable thing? Before or after you use it. Well, that's the thing. Like, what if you... Maybe they're not edible. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> after. Obviously, it's salty. It's seasoned. For the deer. Oh, yeah. deer! Uh, I heard that they like to lick Kula cloths as well, mm. which makes sense. Yeah, or whatever your pee, pee cloth is. And then I also have a diva cup. Um, and then I usually carry, like, a tampon because you can use it to stop a nosebleed or oh, if there's true. a, a circumstance. No, I, on the PCT, I carried one of those big quick clot <laughs> pads that like you can put on a bullet wound. Whoa. I don't know why I thought I was going to get shot, presumably because I was in the United States, <laughs> but I never <laughs> used it. You actually brought it in case you got, in case you got shot? No, I just oh. felt like I needed a thing in case I got a deep puncture wound, but that was relatively unrealistic. I never got gored by an elk or... Or, you know. Wow. No. That's cool. That's that's good. Um, what's in your what's in your hygiene kit, Erica? I have. Um, or whatever you want to call it, no. plumbing kit. No, it's I think it's I call it my poo kit. Yeah. My poo kit. Does that encompass period and all the other stuff too? Um, period. If I. I mean, I don't mean kit as in like it's all together in one. Yeah, bag, yeah. Just kind of your. In general, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So I have my. I actually consider period stuff in my for, for first more aid? first aid. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh. Gushing wound, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do lose a lot of blood. Yeah, considerable, considerable. You I, might need Tylenol or Advil. That's true. That's true. That's true. It is a. Yeah, I would say it is closer to a first aid emergency than so. like a, a, a wiping your butt from poo situation. Yeah, we, we do, we talk about, yeah, blood is like more of a, a like a first aid contaminant. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I have, a, so I have considerably less toilet paper than Nicole. Um, maybe just like a tenth of a roll, just a very small amount. Um, 
And then I have my, my pea cloth. I just use my pea cloth. Uh, I have a few sheets of paper towel. I usually cut um, a sheet of the little sheets of paper towel. I cut them into thirds. So each oh, one nice. I have a third. Yeah. Um, what do you use that for? If I need if I need paper towel um, cleaning stuff like uh, my my a pot if I'm cooking I'll use it mm-hmm. uh, use it for that um, it's just kind of in case of emergent in case yeah. of emergency or whatever um, it's my luxury item mm-hmm. um, I have a few squares of um, wipes and I have half of a wipe per day is usually what I have and then I have a um, uh, I think it's 250 milliliter water bottle that I carry around empty and I have a um, little backcountry bidet. Yeah. Yeah, that's my kit. And then I can um, fill the water bottle with dr- That's half a pound of water. <laughs> uh, Wait, but you don't carry... It's empty. I carry it empty. I carry it empty. <laughs> and then I and fill then, like, it And then you up. fill it from your water supply? I am... because, Like I said, I will hold my poop in until the last possible second and I only will poop at... Uh, not only, but I will poop at a campsite or somewhere where there's water where I can okay. fill it up and then... Yeah, because what if you have to poop, and but you're also running out of water, and you only have, like, 250 milliliters of water left? I then d- you use the paper towel? That's why I have paper towels, yeah. and I have the backup <laughs> stuff. And I carry extra um, toilet paper in case my friend Nicole has to make extra poops. <laughs> and she needs some. <laughs> it was an atypical number of poops that day. <laughs> <laughs> Where, was that in Killarney? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, it was. I had budgeted myself three poops a day. And <laughs> I, you went over budget? Yeah. You yeah. made too many deposits? <laughs> yeah. The bank was like, we're closed. Stop making deposits. Well, I always have to drive her home, so I know that it's in my best benefit to make sure that, like... She gets her poops she gets out? Her, no, she has enough toilet paper at the end oh. of the trip, so she's not coming into my car, making my car smell like poop. <laughs> I mean, you do get to the campground afterwards where you could presumably deal with anything like that. So do you wash your butt in the shower? In real life? I wash my butt. I wash my butt. But you won't do it out of the shower. Wet wipes. (laughs) Okay, also, um, embarrassing story. Last time I hiked La Cloche in November... Um, I went into the washroom of the, the, the office yeah. on the side there, um, to get, to completely change. And I forgot to lock the door and I was standing in there, <laughs> butt ass naked when a guy, when some dude opened the door mm. and I was like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> Next time you should have said you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, so yeah. These and then I locked happen. the door. Yeah. Eh. At least I wasn't like naked and like pooping and vomiting and like I don't know or something <laughs> it could have been a lot worse yeah. um yeah okay um so that was the beginning of the bidet debate <laughs> okay should we just get into the bidet debate or because I we <laughs> have what else, what else did you want to talk about well I do have a I do have a couple questions about um uteruses and home and Ooh. hormones oh, okay okay maybe we should do that and then and then the bidet debate but date. It's really hard to say. It's like Bidate. a tongue twister. Um okay. All right. So Nicole. Yes. You've 
backpacked for for months at a time, like five months on the PCT and three months on the two two. I should know this. I That's interviewed okay. you. Um, okay, so you've you've hiked for months at a time. Did you notice that your like hormone cycle? Because you would have been through several hormone cycles. Did you notice that your hormone cycle affected like either your moods, your energy level, your digestion, or like your physical comfort and other other than cramps? So my body's weird and if I lose a certain amount of weight or if I'm exercising a lot, it's basically like you're dying, so you're not gonna menstruate. Okay. So I only had two periods on the PCT, one wow. at the very beginning and then one at the end. Um, so I guess that was like, I had, but you would still have the monthly, yeah, the hormone cycles. I guess I've never really noticed just like in normal life where I'm like, everything's awful and I hate the world. And then (laughs) a week later I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that made sense. So I never really noticed. Yeah. I, I, um, I, same thing. I think it's pretty normal when you have like a change in your level of activity or diet to maybe your cycle gets messed up a little bit. In fact, that's why um, I didn't realize I was going to get my period when I was hiking that one time because yeah. I just m- messed up my cycle. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when I get my period, I it really affects my poops, and I hate yeah, that so some much because I hate diarrhea. Pooping. Yeah, period poops I are bad. I hate it so much. And um, like I, I was saying before, I'm pretty short. I'm maybe 5'1 on a good day on my <laughs> tiptoes. And uh, most... Um, pit toilets, most um, thunder boxes are higher up than regular toilets. So my poop angle is all thrown off because oftentimes my feet don't even touch the the ground yeah. on a thunder box. So my poop angle is all messed up. And add to that a diva cup, oh, a uh, menstrual cup in there. And man, I hate that because it just messes with my rhythm you know yeah. what i'm saying and then i got a tummy ache i really don't like it do you do you find like you cover less ground yes. if you have to hike on your period yes because i have to you know mindfully stop to clean out the menstrual cup and do all those things um i find that i do get uh, i don't know if it's related to you know period energy period energy levels when you're on your period or um more just I don't like being uncomfortable. Yeah. And I just feel like bloated and uncomfortable. And so I want to take more breaks. Yeah. And be as enjoyable. Um, but, uh, yeah. Will your hormone, your hormones affect like the function of, of everything. Like, yeah. The other thing that it does, that it does affect is like, I don't really care much for sex other than when I'm ovulating. Yeah. So it is frustrating if I'm backpacking and ovulating and don't have internet access to watch porn. <laughs> <laughs> so you're hoarding on trail and you just have to like use what your imagination or something? Ah, imagine. I have a really good WhatsApp group and those photos automatically save it to my phone. So nice. I've got backup. Oh, good. damn. Yeah, I've got good friends. Nice. Yeah. I wonder if they make like ultralight teeny tiny vibrators huh. for backpacking. Maybe. Did you know that the first vibrator was actually, I don't know if this is true or not, but... I've heard they say that the first vibrator was Cleopatra's and it was um, made with like a it was like a concrete hollow tube with bees inside of it to make it vibrate. Whoa. I don't know if it's true, but it'd be so cool if it was. That would be I mean, it it tracks if only because I know that there was honey because they found that pot with honey in it. So there were bees. There were bees. And that's the buzz. That's the the buzz about town. 
Yeah. Oh my god. We'll buzz about your genitals. <laughs> no. Can you imagine being in the backcountry though? And hey, good night, guys. And like all like the loons <laughs> going else. <laughs> That's just my thermal rest. I swear. <laughs> I guess you could you could try to time it so that you you are you do it while everyone's settling in on their really loud crunchy. The cr- yeah. It's just air my mattresses. pocket rocket. No, the other pocket rocket. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, question about when you use a cup. Are you supposed to bury, like, your men- menstruation? I think you should. Menses, menstruation? If you can, I don't see why not to. Why not? I had a quartzite area where it was just, it just oh. had to happen right there. And at yeah. that point, I, I just dumped, rinsed it off with water. Oh, yeah. Of. Yeah. Was All it? right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And how do you manage period cramps on the trail? So I find, luckily, when they've happened on a thru-hike, your body is producing a lot of endorphins anyway because you're in a lot of pain. So I've found that my period cramps aren't as bad when I'm on a long-distance hike as they usually are. If I get my period on, like, a shorter trip, then I'm just, like, angry and hurting <laughs> and poopy. Yeah. And yeah. you just Literally? To, like, you, like you, you're pooping a lot? I get the period poops. Yeah. 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 So, like, then it just... You just have to deal with it deal. and yeah. take some ibuprofen, I guess. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tried like putting hot water in your in your bottle? I mean, I guess you wouldn't want to do that don't with carry a smart a stove. water. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you're stoveless. <laughs> cold soaker. Damn. I don't. I don't soak things. You what? Oh yeah, oh, you. <laughs> she eats her ramen raw. I do. Raw ramen is delicious. Yeah, I will eat like that as a snack chips. on the trail. Yeah. yeah, it's so good. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Keep it in your fanny pack. I always keep like a bag of goldfish in my fanny pack. Yeah, it's my feed bag. Mm. Pizza goldfish. <laughs> like a horse. Yeah. That's, that's a device they should have <gasps> for hiking. Like a nose bag. Oh. Actually. <laughs> no, it's funny you say that because, okay, f- well, hold on. First, do you have any other advice about periods and, and hormones backpacking those were all of my questions yeah. like yeah yeah you do? yeah I think that you uh don't let it hold you back for sure oh yeah for sure because um number one I think you were talking about cramps and all that stuff and I think exercise and is good for that you yeah know, anytime you have muscle cramps like warm yourself up and um I think that go that goes away uh also if there's blood there's blood. If blood gets on your clothes, blood gets on your clothes. Like, yeah. sit in a pile of dirt and just say it was dirt. Like, yeah. you know, it, yeah. It's just a body body fluid, and you shouldn't have shame about it, I yeah. think. Yeah. That's well, it. it's, like, it's the type of blood that grosses people out the most, but it's, like, one of the few, like, one of the minority of situations where, like, something violent, <laughs> something no, violent right. and awful hasn't made that blood come out of your body. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not. It's like best case scenario blood by far. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to come out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like something with the moon and the planets, I don't know, something about the 28-day cycle and the moon tides and all that stuff. I don't know anything about anything, but it's probably good to have your period in the woods. Are you saying good vibes? Um, yeah, good vibes. Yeah, are you saying you Live, should laugh, be under period. the stars and the moon and like? I don't know what I'm saying about it because I don't really like tap into your inner something like that. I don't know. She wolf. Yeah, your inner or they wolf. <laughs> day wolf. Day wolf. They wolf. Oh, they wolf. Sorry, I thought you said day wolf, and I was like, day, there's a night wolf. Day wolf. Oh, I threw up the, oh, I threw up the night wolf. <laughs> 
scratch its voice when you're in Philadelphia. Yeah. Wow, that was good. Um, <clears throat> okay, it's time. <laughs> it's time. It's the moment you've been waiting for. Okay, so we're going to have a debate. We're going to have a... Bedate. Bedate. Oh, bedate. Bedate. Bedate debate. It's a good day to bidet debate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good day to debate bidets. <laughs> it sounds like, you know, when, like, in a cartoon, like, the guy sees a hot woman is like... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so here's how it's going to go. One of you will present your arguments in favor of the bidet, the backcountry bidet. I wonder who that might be. <laughs> and then one of you will present we can either do it so that like you present all your arguments at once and then you present all your arguments at once or you can go back and forth maybe it's easiest if you pre- so okay here's what we're gonna do you're gonna have like take notes <clears throat> so i oh yeah usually, can i just cut in first yeah 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 usually the easiest way to do it would be one of us makes our point yeah the other one makes the rebuttal, and then immediately after their rebuttal, they get to make their point, oh. and then the last person goes and gives the rebuttal, and then we can either do Back closing arguments, okay. or we can oh. see how that goes, but that's a standard easy-peasy. It's so handy that you were on a debate team. I just thought we were going to heckle each other. I'm not prepared for this. I'm not prepared either, but I like, uh, we can just, we'll okay. freeform. Yeah. Okay. So Erica will present yes. their argument in favor of... Backcountry bidet. Nicole will then rebut, <laughs> rebut, and then Nicole will present her argument against backcountry bidets, and Erica will rebut. rebut. Mm-hmm. And are you ready? Almost. Yeah, I'm ready. Are you okay. looking up your notes? No, I'm, I'm sort of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what is that? I'm going to send you a picture of the bidet that I use. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I don't so is it an actual purpose-built thing? Mm-hmm. So um, just to, just to, to describe um, to describe it, it's uh, imagine uh, the, uh, the lid of a water bottle. Um, imagine uh, basically just take a po- poke a hole in the very top of your water bottle and squeeze it. Yeah. And that's the physics. That's the idea of it. But uh, if you were to squirt that water bottle up your butthole, it, the water from your butt would just wash right back down onto the water bottle in your hand. And that's yeah. not the most ideal. But with this, it's like backcountry bidet. Uh, the hole is kind of on the uh, the side of the water, of the, of the lid. So you can hold the water bottle uh, parallel the uh, the long part of the water bottle parallel to the ground so 90 degrees to how you would normally drink from it and uh the bidet hole shoots the water right up your butt when you squeeze it so it's uh, (laughs) your the water bottle and your hands are out of the way okay so that's the um like that's the product and i guess there'll be a picture oh that's interesting oh i see yeah i've seen that i actually know somebody who uses that somebody else though i think i think it was like Andrew Skirka yes. was saying that he squirts the water down his butt crack. So Andrew Skirka uses water and then his hand to oh, wash yeah, his butthole. Oh, yeah, that's hole. true. So 
I'll give you my the way that I actually do it is I'll poop and then I have maybe like one piece of toilet paper to pre wipe. Yeah. One little piece of toilet paper to pre wipe. <laughs> I said nothing. And the best part is I have extra to share with my friends. Uh, toilet paper, not poop. Um, so Andrews Kirker just kind of drizzles the water down his butt crack and washes his butt oh, with his hand, yeah. which is fine. I am totally not against that. Yeah. Um, my, my mine, the water, the way you, the bidet works is you squeeze it. The water kind of shoots, uses pressure to do yeah. most of that. But you absolutely do use your hand to wash your butthole yeah. like you would in the shower. And then I have. Um, uh, hand sanitizer yeah. right away that I'll use. Um, and then do you have to dry your butt, though? Uh, I feel like I would get a rash. Yeah. Sorry, like, oh, maybe this is, okay, okay, maybe maybe no, no, we'll no, save no, this no, for no, the debate. No, yeah, no, the, yeah, you save this part for the debate. Yeah, then uh, uh, drip dry, or I also have a uh, paper towel. That That's the use. You nice. can just, like, pat your butt dry. Yeah. Um, but uh, usually I walk around without pants on for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And it's just kind of like. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you always poop at camp. Mm -hmm, right. Poop at camp. And uh, I leave. I'm the last one out of camp every time, pretty much, so I can poop and dry my butthole out. I can attest to that. I've yeah. only camped with you once. Yeah, and I was the last one out of camp, so I could poop and wash my butthole in peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then you can just, like, lay on your back and put your legs behind your head so the mm. sun just kind of, like, dries it. What? I'm just joking. Burns your butthole. Yeah. Bleaches it. Yeah. And then you get a sunburn on your butt. And then you have. Vitamin D. Clown mouth. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Erica, please convince me that. Or, well, I'm not choosing a winner. So please okay. present your arguments in favor of the backcountry bidet. So I don't contribute as much to uh, environmental degradation by leaving toilet paper. Uh, places because at most maybe like two or three squares per poop I'll use. Uh, number two is my butthole is super squeaky clean, so um, I don't have risk of uh, contaminating my food via the fecal oral route by like poo streaks in my underpants. Uh, I have my underpants when I wash them clipped to my backpack so no one sees my dirty poo streaks in my underwear because my butthole is always like really clean. Um, if I wanted to do butt stuff on trail, I, I theoretically could, if that was something <laughs> that I was into. That's like definitely like a pro uh, of using it. Um, it's really tiny. It packs up super small. So uh, a big wad of toilet paper is going to take up a lot more room and be uh, heavier. Um, that would be some reasons too. Uh, the word bidet, you get to say it often and then you sound fancy and French. So people think that you might be covered in dirt and look like a gremlin, but you're still fancy. You're still throwing around French words on the trail. Uh, but my bidet. Oui. Bidet. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, and I can brag to my friends about how clean my butthole is. Thank you. All right. Okay, strong arguments. Okay, mm -hmm. Nicole with the rebuttal and then responding directly to the things that Erica said and then presenting your arguments against the bidet. I'm not going to follow your rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. You're a maverick. <laughs> the universe trends towards entropy. <gasps> Complex systems break down. Ooh. A machine with many gears has many places something could go awry. A piece of paper, crumple it, wipe your ass. 
a thing with a cap, with parts, with things that screw on. What happens if your bidet pops a leak? How, what if you're not near a water source when you need to use the toilet? What if you are hiking in the desert? What if, um, yeah, so in that circumstance, I need to carry either extra water, specifically to clean my butt, or <laughs> I, what, continue to have a dirty butt? I use the one piece of toilet paper that I use to pre-clean my butthole? <laughs> it's, it's insufficient. I understand the argument that it's environmentally friendly to carry a reusable item, but microplastics, mm -hmm. but yeah. microplastics <laughs> are being leached from your bidet water into the <laughs> hole where you are burying your feces. They might also be going up your butt. Yeah. This is true. You're putting you're putting microplastics up your butthole as mm -hmm. well. Um, also my kink. Since time immemorial, people have been wiping their butts. Dogs scoot on the grass. If you run out of toilet paper, surely nature can provide. By nature, do you mean your friend who carries a bidet? I mean, <laughs> humans evolved to be social animals. <laughs> So if your bidet springs a leak, a leak, couldn't I theoretically just get my friend to squirt water on my butt so, with yes. your mouth? <laughs> wow. I mean, I, yeah. I wouldn't use the backsplash risk there is yeah. simply too Maybe high. Maybe just drizzle it down the back of my butt crack like Andrew There's Skirka. also the issue of different hiking styles. If someone likes to presumably, hmm, sleep in in their hammock <laughs> and only leave the campsite at 11 in the afternoon. <laughs> in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> 11 in the afternoon. <laughs> it's true. Because <laughs> everything I've in hiking, it's like how hiker midnight is at 9, 11 yeah, is yeah. afternoon on the hiker the clock. Yeah, lunchtime is 10 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, so perhaps then they have time to, after having wiped their butt with water, they have time to just sun themselves but other people are trying to cover ground they have places to go they don't have time to dry their buttholes yeah they wipe they're done okay so what i'm saying is that different different hiking styles mm -hmm. different environments oh what happens if it's too cold and the water's frozen you wake up and your bidet is frozen solid that would be a bad bidet. <laughs> a really bad bidet. <laughs> Terrible bidet. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that it's not... My, my issue with the bidet is not that it has no function. It's not that it could not be useful. It's that you're so snobby about it. <laughs> I just think that you you're... You and your clean butt. Do you know how dirty <laughs> I am on a hike? It doesn't matter. I just think that maybe the difference is that you are a prude who's afraid to touch your own butthole. Also, in terms <laughs> of sanitation, my fingertips never touch my posterior. You know, like I never, I never touch feces with my hand. So not I don't accidentally when you wipe. Okay, so occasionally, accidentally, but not every time I, I take a poop. That's true. So you are touching your butthole if you're if you're wiping it if you're wa like washing it course, every time you poop. Of course. So you're saying yes. that, like, me having skid marks on my underwear, which doesn't happen because I wipe well, you're saying that that is a vector for uh, 
transmission of illnesses. But meanwhile, you have to be so precise with the sanitization of your hands. Yes. And I think that that's an (laughs) unnecessary risk when you could simply be carrying toilet paper. False. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're a prude. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I just do it for fun. And that's fine. Hike your own hike. I don't. (laughs) Bidet your own butt. When you don't have internet and you're ovulating, you need to get your kicks when you can. And sometimes the bidet just gives you a little bit more kick in your day. A little pep in your step, squirting water up your butt. Yeah, when it's cold, I actually do. I do make a little squeal. So. You know, because it's like cold up here. It's refreshing. It is refreshing. I like it a lot. If you are in a situation where you're afraid your friend might be unconscious, you could use it as a squirt gun. Uh, you mm. definitely could. I I I um, respect your cleanliness, the cleanliness of your hands. I know that you are. You put your personal hygiene to the no, highest. No, the thing is that I don't. I freaking never wash my hands when I'm hiking unless I accidentally get poop on them. So th- it's just an unnecessary risk because I'm so dirty. <laughs> How long have you two been arguing about this? Like, I don't know, a year? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I just think I, I... Uh, one of the first things I noticed about hiking with Nicole is like, how much she poops on trail and how vocal she is about telling you that she has to poop or she just did make a poop. And I'm wondering how much toilet paper she got. And I don't think that last hike together was the first time I gave you extra toilet paper. I'm I don't... pretty sure it was. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, all I'm saying is that on through hikes, I can only think of like three instances wherein I have had to request Someone lend me toilet paper. I did not want it back, so that was for keeps, not for lens. Well, thank you. Um, You're afraid of touching your butt, and I'm afraid of... I'm not afraid of touching my butt. I wash my butt. I just think that you... one knuckle in. You are... You're always... You're always... What you do is always the best way. I'm a hammock camper, and you're (laughs) sleeping in the dirt like a peasant. (laughs) Oh, oh, I... Rest in the clouds while you wriggle in the earth like a worm. Yes. Ground well. I, I understand now that you might be sleeping on the ground so you can scoot across <laughs> <laughs> while I have already evolved back into a whale and, and you in the water. Return, you return to the sea. Can I tell you something kind of gross, though? Yeah. Okay. So this is like a point for you in your argument. So one of the problems, I I have a separate water bottle. It's one of those tiny little water bottles. I bought like a case of 12 of them a year ago, and I still still have them. Take one with me every hike. And the problem is, is once you you squeeze it a few times, it doesn't really pop back up. So after you do have to use your mouth to Oh yeah. no! But there's no poop on it. Like, number one, I told you about the physics of it. You're not like the poop doesn't go back on that part. Also, I I, I do D- wash. What it. if it becomes aerosolized? Oh, you know what I do have? I totally forgot about this. I have a I, in my poop kit. I do. I have a um, 
a little your spray bottle filter, of alcohol. It in no, <laughs> it's a, it's in my my it's a, a spray bottle of seventy percent um, oh. isopropyl alcohol, and I do use that when I when I I do use that on my um, the bidet. I okay. spray that, and that's it's in smart. my first aid. I have it for first aid stuff too, just in case. And that's smart. Yes. Yeah. Point. And I also eat a lot of cheese, so I don't poop a lot. Yes, that's the thing, is that your system for your style of hiking, which yes. is eating a lot of cheese, never pooping, and sleeping in till forever. Yeah, noon. That, that it works. It, it suits you. Mm-hmm. But when you're on the go, you don't have time to dry your butt. Mm-hmm. You True. have to poop 14 times. True. It's a lot of paper, but... It's a lot of chafing, too. You're risking chafing. Some risks are worth taking. <laughs> What would happen if you accidentally lost your bidet? Because <gasps> you've lost your bong on trail. You, you lose the pot <laughs> lids. I, you, are, you perhaps have lost some things. So we use the term lost lightly here because they I still do, do have the pot lid and the <laughs> bong. Yeah. Yeah. I left my bong you next to my car them? for oh. a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't put it back in the car. didn't put it in my backpack. And it was just outside next to my just car. Just still there. Still hanging out. So anyways, I feel like the bidet debate has ended relatively amicably. Yeah. 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 I think Surprisingly. You, yeah. Different strokes for different poo and folks. Different. It's more like different wipes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Different strokes. Yeah, yeah. strokes. You got a wipe and a stroke, right? Yeah. 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 I use my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bare backing. I think. Oh, bare I think backing. Like a bear. bear. Like, arr, you know? Oh, maybe you could just rub your butthole on a tree. Oh. Like bears scratch their backs. I feel like a birch tree, perhaps. A nice smooth oh, tree. Not yeah. a, not a, a, like a, not like an a, oak. What is not a beech tree? Yeah, that's what I'm tree. saying. A beech tree would be good. Yeah, yeah the really smooth ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that you both performed very admirably. Um, you made really good points, both in favor of and and against using a backcountry bidet. I think the bottom line is for some hikers. <laughs> <laughs> It's there's so many the the like the possibilities are bottomless. The potential, <laughs> <laughs> the potential. There's bottomless potential. Um, yeah, I think at the end of the day, uh, for some people, it's really going to make sense. The end of the bidet. Yeah. The end of the bidet. Yeah, that debate really wiped me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pooped. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I gotta run. <laughs> <laughs> My shirt's not in it. Oh, that was really bad. Oh, that bad. was really... No, that was so good. You thought so? I thought it was oh, brilliant. Thanks. Thank you. My shirt's not in it. I don't know. <laughs> poop jokes are funny. Yeah, they are. Bubbling swamp. <laughs> like, you know how. <laughs> like, you know how-